0: Hi, I'm Janet. Creating a career in film does not need to be a struggle. You can start in your city. I wanna teach you my process and teach you how to do it. You'll see that you really can live that extraordinary film lifestyle that only the film industry can provide. Let's go. What's good friends, James here. If you're dealing with fear of failure or lack of direction, listening to this episode will change your life for the better. Before working my dream jobs, I personally dealt with fear of failure. It was applying Janet's wisdom, which helped me move past the anxiety. Now living my passion has become so much easier, and it will be for you too. You have an opportunity now, instead of wanting to start your passion, instead of having a passion, like acting, like directing, like writing, instead of having the passion, actually now living the passion. You can live that passion, have it pay you. That's what we're doing here. That's what my whole life has been about, is living that passion, having it pay you so much money because that's what turns you into an interesting person, a resourceful person, somebody that can take care of their family and somebody that can actually change the world. And we see the people around us that are changing the world all the time, don't we? Look at Lizzo. Look at Lizzo. I worked with Lizzo this year. Two times I've worked with Lizzo. I worked with her just like a month ago and um yeah I mean that's her purpose she wants to change the world she wants to impact the world she's good she wants to see some change in the world and be uh, somebody that starts that impact so good we all do and we all have that opportunity but we got to get going <laughs> so instead of acting like like we're so used to like thinking like, oh, if I could ever only be an actor, oh, I'll take that acting class. And we just try to get out of our, out of our pain by just doing something. But doing the big thing, like actually getting on these sets and acting, although we would love to make that happen, that's a little bit scary. So instead we're like, that's a little bit maybe too much. I'll just take the acting class and hope that something comes from it. But I'm telling you, that's not the way to go. The way to go is jump in there both feet and meet everybody. Because it takes a while to meet the people that work at Netflix, that work at HBO Max, that work at Showtime. It takes a while to meet the people at National Geographic. I was in the corporate world like a lot of you guys, doing jobs that pay well. You're very smart what you've done so far in your life. You've gone out there and you've made shit happen and you're making money and you're doing pretty well. And now it's like hard to walk away from that world and think and, and go into the fantasy world. I know, I know. Selling copy machines was gonna be killing me. So I was like, I got to quit my job and just travel around the world. And I had cash in my retirement. And I did that. And what that did is it got me through that one step that you guys are all at right now. It got me over that hump. Like I was so, um, uh, so scared of my future. How many of you guys feel like this? I know. You could admit it. You're like, I'm so scared. Yeah, I'm so scared that I'm not going the right direction for my future. Yeah. And... I know that in order to get to my income goals, to my life goals, to having that amazing life, I either got to dig in and, and put a lot of energy into my current job and go to the top, or I gotta decide, okay, you're going in the completely unknown world of the film industry. And how is that gonna happen? Come on, I don't even have any examples of people that did that. So I was right there too. So I quit the job, I bought a around the world ticket, started traveling around the world, and that's what changed me because i'm just like oh my god there's all these people around me that think differently that are uh like traveling around the world for a year that are like learning and giving their own education by going to all the ruins in thailand and studying the different religions and and i'm just like oh wow this is this is like somebody that this could be me like i could become interesting this way because of that when i met the film crew when i was in africa i was like oh I could work for National Geographic. Why not? I'm already traveling around the world. Lower self, fixed mindset. (laughs) This was me so much before I spurred myself to traveling around the world, avoiding situations where I could fail. So afraid to fail. Higher self, the growth mindset is like, I'm gonna take action and I'm okay with mistakes. Being in a worried, angry, frustrated state. A lot. I remember just being like, always just like, oh, in a bad mood a lot of the time. And I was just in my lower self mindset, which was like, just not aware, just in it. Higher self is just like, hey, I can focus on learning. I can just, I can keep, I am the one that needs to be spurring my growth. It's going to come from me internally. And being pissed off and angry and blaming circumstances is never going to get me anywhere. Blaming circumstances and yourself is another lower self mindset so if you like say oh i don't have money i don't know anybody if it was a better time if because of covid if you blame anything or if you blame yourself like oh if i had a better memory or if i had a different look or if i lost 10 pounds whenever you blame yourself then you give that situation more power than you and that is when you're just simply in a lower self mindset that's all it's not you it's just that you've you've allowed yourself to be in that mindset and that you can stay in that mindset your whole life. Like you can stay there stuck for, if you've been feeling like all bummed out in your career. And I mean, if you've been bummed out in your job, feeling stuck, you're just in a lower self mindset. And you can snap out of that once you have awareness, like you're getting awareness right now. Extreme ownership, like you own everything. You're responsible for everything in your life. Lower self, you are becoming a lesser version of yourself because you're staying in this kind of disempowered state. Higher self mindset, you are creating a new version of yourself every day because you're pushing yourself and you're learning and you're, you're onto yourself now. You're like, okay, I'm going to do that because I want to, because I want to evolve. Lower self, you're in a lot of pain. And why are you in a lot of pain? Because you cannot impact your life. You're not being at effect of your life or your life is, is running you instead of you running your life. Higher self, you are running your life. You're saying, hey, this is how it's going to go down. It's going down that way. Okay, so uh, this is me on set uh, with my Starbucks coffee. Yeah, what a way to make a living. But that was me uh, 25 years ago when I was trying to figure it all out. A cocktail waitress. And then I worked so hard trying to get good grades and everything, and I ended up with a job selling copy machines. Yay, now I got a business suit. and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But this is how life looked to me. It wasn't all like, after a while, it was just like, this is what life is like. And there's where I would spend my weekends at the bar, drinking beers and trying to pretend I had a good life. And that's, you know, who I was, me, that time of my life, just so, oh gosh, that's just not me. But I'm like, I'm doing the best I can. I had not seen who the real me was yet. And I remember that moment, I'm in the basement cafeteria, having that coffee and donut, and I'm going... This is the highlight of my life, of my day. Yay, coffee and donut. I love it. And then I realized, holy shit, if that's a highlight of my day, I got to change my life. You're only 25 years old. You got to change your life. So I had met somebody that had traveled around the world for a year by himself. And I was like, that's what I want to do. So I said goodbye to mom and dad and got on a bus to Chicago and bought a round-the-world ticket and started traveling. I went all over the world. And I traveled for two and a half years. And this is the top of Mount Sinai. Sinai. And I met some travelers. I traveled with them through Egypt and Africa and the Middle East and the Far East. And this is in Africa. This is, you know, if you guys are wondering, where did she learn to dance like that? I know. It's like amazing. Well, here you go. This is where I got to be such an amazing dancer. I know. I know. And yeah, we just lived in this truck. This is a, a safari in Africa. And we just, you know, we saw the world from, you know, a totally different perspective. Africa, man. And then when I was in Kenya, I saw this film crew, and they were filming the Kukuya tribe. And um, I was like, oh, my God, that's what I want to do. I want to work for National Geographic. I got the idea, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. This is Jeff Wayman, by the way, one of my friends that I worked with at National Geographic. Now, what I did is I asked them, the film crew, I'm like, hey, um, how do I get to do what you do you know you guys travel around the world what you get paid to do this what and they're like uh yeah um the, most of the business is located down in South Africa so go down there I'm like okay but I didn't know, know who do I talk to they're like well there's production companies that do this kind of work I'm like oh okay and they're like yeah yeah everybody says I want to get into it whatever so they weren't like really like oh yeah we'll help you and that, and that was pretty much the way it was because everybody says that they want to get in the business and then you're like, you're all excited and you want people to help you and hook you up and give you jobs and then they don't. And it's part of the mistake is wanting people to help you and try to hook you up when you've really done nothing for yourself. So I made the mistakes where I was kind of, you're staring at a slide, sorry about that. Just listen to my voice. Um, I would call people like, yeah, I just, I'm a copier salesperson. I really want to get into wildlife filmmaking. Um, you know, can I, is there any jobs that you have that I might be able to do? No, 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 no. Sending around my resume. No, no, no. Nothing would happen. I went to this um, music festival and um, there I met a film producer and I latched myself to it this person and um he's just like walking around I'm like I am just like this very gregarious person just trying to get some kind of relationship going and then he started to avoid me and then I couldn't find him anymore and then I met another person at the same festival and he was like okay cool he was up in Pretoria and he's like yeah stop by and I was like wow he's really like handsome really really cool anyway so then after the film festival I went up to Pretoria to try to see this guy and he wasn't at the house. I mean, it was his house, his brothers were there, but they're like, no, he's not here. And I'm like, well, I'll just wait for a while. I waited for like two hours, never came. No calls, no nothing. And then I'm like, oh, he's avoiding me. And then I left, I'm like, well, this sucks. If you have had any of these same kind of frustrations, it's very disempowering, very disappointing. Uh, well, I can relate. So then I asked myself, how do I become like the people I want to work with? Now, how I came across this re- this realization is, I was laying in my uh, bunk bed. I was in this youth hostel, and I was trying to get in the film industry. And all these people at the youth hostel were like, "Going, hey, if you get in, call me because I'd like to get in too." I'm like okay if i figure it out i'm kind of like i'm not fucking calling you i'm working my ass off to get in, (laughs) but um so i'm like laying there and it's tough i'm not getting anywhere and time is running out and i'm running out of money and i'm like remember just staring at the bunk the top bunk just my tears are just streaming down my face i'm just like why does it have to be so hard and I'm like, other people do this. Why can't I do this? And then I'm like, wait a minute. How do I become like the people I want to work with? I'm like, oh, okay. Because obviously chasing them is not working. So I went downstairs and down there was all the wildlife films. Uh, and I just started watching them in the middle of the night. I watched them all night long. And I started writing down the names and the what happened in the... Uh, films and who was involved and what the storyline was and where they shot it I watched them and I watched them I took down notes then I started contacting these people you know I'm just like hey when did you shoot that how long did it take you what production company did it and um i'm like yeah i'm in Joburg, i've been traveling around the world i've been you know meeting with wildlife biologists and filmmakers and talking to them and and actually the more conversation i had the more i could say yeah i just talked to so-and-so yeah i just talked to so-and-so and And they're like who is this person (laughs) which is awesome right now now they're like i'm like hey um i can stop by i can pop in there today is that possible i could come by and meet you and then one person said yes Well, from that person, now I had that person and then I just got more and more and more and I went all over. And so now I am, I got in with these people and I'm like, okay, Um, I was sitting in an editing session watching something get edited in one of the little studios in Johannesburg. And they're like, hey, can you act? I'm like, no. And they're like, well, we have a commercial coming up and we really don't want to audition actors. So if you'd like to act in it, we, you could do it. And there's no pay, but you can come. We'll fly. We're all going to fly to Johannesburg. We're going to stay in this hotel. And we're going to film this in the sand dunes. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes, I will do it. So I um, flew with everybody to Swakopmund, which is Namibia. And we filmed this little commercial. And this was the guy whose studio I was hanging out. At, and this is his son. And then it was me. And then it was um, some more people that were doing like art department and things like that. So I was like, that's cool. I'm like, let me help with art department. Let me help with production. What else do we need? Cause I'm like, I need to get experience. So I was helping out. And then I, after that, I did the elephant relocation project with the same people. And again, I'm working for free and now I'm helping with the camera. I'm helping with script supervising and I'm doing more stuff. And I'm getting more stuff for my resume, but most importantly to talk about and the fact that I have now done some stuff. I know some people, and i use it now and now i'm taken off so guys the 20 shoot system <laughs> you're taken off that's what we're doing in the 20 shoot system is getting you on shoots so that you're building these things you're doing these things and you change it changes from oh i don't know how i've dealt myself so much to i'm a filmmaker i'm an actor i have value i know how to make value in the film industry So we're flying around these helicopters, darting elephants to put them sleeping. And then we move them to a new area of the bush. Pretty cool. Now these are my new friends, a lot different than the corporate world. Now I'm starting to figure out who I am. Starting to figure out like, Hey, I like these journalistic kind of people. They're cool people. I work for WTN news and W, ABC news and WTN news. Yeah. Now I have more experiences, more stories, more cool people. You know, I got my hands on the camera. I'm watching the editing. Now we're filming all sorts of different places. Now I'm going to the Amazon. I'm going, getting interviewed at the Amazon. Supermodels in the rainforest. <laughs> the very, one of the very first reality TV shows. So I'm working on this stuff. There's one of my first mentors, Jeff Foote. Um, we did a wildlife documentary in Patagonia. And um, yeah. Then I did another documentary with one of his friends, Peter Palafian, who I met through Jeff Wood. This is up in Alaska. So, you know, I'm really living the life. Guys, this is what I call, this, I call this vectoring. We just start with the 20 shoots and then we create a base of people. And the base is people that know each other. Base, base, base. And then from there, you're building a body of work. You're getting little opportunities to act, to direct, to do sound, to do art department. You'll do it all. In fact, do it all because everything is related to everything. And it will all serve you to know lighting, to know the camera, to know the lenses, even if you're only want to act, even if you only want to write, always become more than other people, and then you can do whatever you want because you can talk about everything. Everybody's just like, oh, I just wanna be a screenwriter and that's all they think about. But then they sit on their couch for 10 years working on their masterpiece and they have no experiences. Or they wanna be an actor, very similar. Again, no experiences, just self-taping and working for student films. I'm saying, let's get out there and live. Let's live our passion. Let's create our passion through living it even better. Because your passion develops with experiences you have. Then I met my man, my man, my mountain man. I was looking for a mountain man. I met him. There he is. Went to Patagonia. Now I'm, now I'm doing sound. I'm doing commercials, the big stuff. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I call the tier of industry work. And at the top are union features, and then there's TV. Union features and and commercials are the top, top work. You probably never realized this. I love this slide to show this to you, but yeah, this is the top paying work. This is where everybody wants to end up. You might be like, commercials, really? Yeah, you'll find out. (laughs) It's the best work. That's why I'm working with Brad Pitt, Damien Chazelle. All the best top people end up in commercials because it's the best life then there's tv which is great but it is a factory it is hard work lower pay um, hard work but it's a huge sector then you got low budget indie films and as an actor these are great to go into because you get opportunities to get put in they can put you in on a tv show maybe not quite as much commercials they do put you in union features probably not so much because but it can happen it can happen anywhere that you get put in it can happen that you can get writing opportunities directing opportunities now you're going to be directing smaller stuff around that big project that's perfect that's exactly what you want so you're going to be shooting stuff that's smaller that's perfect we just need to get started music videos promos and then we got video and this is where i started press junkets um, still shoots corporate video reality tv this is great stuff like 400 bucks a day my national geographic stuff my um a lot of the national geographic and discovery channel stuff was like 250 per day That's so it's really low but i mean uh that's okay i did it i'm doing it for the life and working on that stuff helped me a lot get into commercials but i've done all of this stuff i've done every single thing here not sitcoms, not sitcoms and not talk shows but everything else not nighttime tv either But all the other stuff, I've done TV shows, I've done feature films, I've done union features, I've done indie films, everything. Okay. But commercials is where I'm at. And then the very bottom is student film shorts, web series, and freebies, which a lot of people get stuck in for life. Like they just, that's all that they can get. And notice that it's not really connected. You can stay in this for 10 years and then be like, oh, the film industry is too hard. And then finally give up. That's because you never got into the world. You never lived your passion. Here's a call sheet. And it's blurry. We blurred it because it's all private information. But look at all the people. Look at all the connections you're making. These are each of the departments. All of these people would be your connections. This is just one day. Look at how huge the art department is. It's just one day. This is a shoot that I did just, like, I don't know, two weeks ago. Now look at all the production assistants. Look. Look how each of the production assistants, they're associated with a certain department. I talk about acting you like casting actors you want to work in production if you want to do wardrobe you can be a wardrobe assistant you want to be a director a director assistant you want to be um you want to work in the office and become a producer perfect okay you want to be an ad run the set you want to just be on set and wander around and meet everybody so that's like 12 production assistants always the way you're thinking that starts the whole future oh my god it's always just like that one thought. So if the thought is like, oh, I can't, look at me, I work at UPS, look at me, I can't do it. Then that's that, then that stops the whole world. And we're like, okay, but then I'll keep pursuing what I'm interested in. I'll take that screenwriting class, but then the world doesn't change. I'm saying do something drastic. Like traveling around the world, quitting the job, doing something drastic, that really was amazing. I did not know what was going to happen from that. And then when I, saw the film crew and decided I was going to work for National Geographic. That's totally ridiculous. I had no biology degree. I don't know anybody there. I um, don't even go to the zoo. I don't even care about wildlife. (laughs) I just wanted that life. That's crazy. But it was a big idea in my head. I'm like, why not? Why not me? And then that pulled me into the business, that deep desire, that passion. See, I didn't just have the passion. I decided I was going to live that passion. And that takes something. It is really super freaking powerful. It is the most powerful thing. It will pull you over anything like, oh, I don't know anybody. I don't have any money. I don't know how to do this. I don't, you know, all of that stuff is just like the survival brain going, oh no, oh no, keep yourself safe, stay in the cave. But then the deep desire, the deepest desire of making the impact of making your life mean something, matter, be bold, be an example, to your friends, the family, and the world. Why the hell not? We're out of COVID now, pretty much. I mean, you have to be careful, but we can now start traveling around the world now. We can start really living our best lives. Instead of having a passion, let's live the passion and don't let nothing stop you. Because if it does, if you're stopping, if you're slowing down, if you're thinking about it in smaller terms, you are losing and you're choosing a smaller life. I know you know this already because the, the especially people that are making shit happen in their life, you know yourself and you're on to yourself and you use yourself. There's a reason why you are so fit, why you have been doing well in your career, while you're meeting your goals, while your life is working. There's reasons why you know it. Now I want to take that. I want to take you, somebody like that, and I'll be like, okay, film industry is for you. you got it. You got everything that you already need. Now we just need to apply it towards the film industry. Let's go. Thanks for listening today. And if you have a moment, could you please leave me a review? I would love that. And make sure you head over to friendsandfilm.com join and sign up for my free mini course on what you need to know to find opportunities and start making film and acting work come to you. I'll see you next week.